brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. 50 AM, KCAA, Loma Linda, and 106.5 FM, Yukaipa. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Kate Delaney, we head right to the hardwoods here on NBC Sports Radio. And let's talk about those Warriors tonight, 8.30 at tip. The Warriors taking on the Bucks, looking for their 25th win after beating the Celts on Friday in double overtime. Here's Steph Curry on that winning season. For us, obviously, it wasn't much of a conversation until about two games before that 15-0 mark. And you get into the 20s, it's, it just doesn't sound right. It's that, I mean, 23-0. He looks great on the floor. I'll tell you what, uh, averaging 32.5 points per game and handy on the boards and the assists too as well. All right, how about uh, the late, late game? The last game on tap, the Knicks and the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers in front of their home crowd looking for their 11th win. They probably have a good shot at it. When you look at the odds of the Knicks, they've lost 13 of their last 16 in Portland. All right, early games, 5 o'clock. Clippers and the Nets trying to pick up number eight, the Nets are. The Celts take on the Hornets. That tips at 7 o'clock. Half hour after that, Pacers and the Pistons also on tap. Spurs and the Hawks at 8 o'clock at 8 as well. The Pelicans and the Bulls. The Lakers and the Rockets fall into that time slot as well. James Harden for Houston, trying to keep on keeping on, averaging over 29 points a game. The Wizards and the Mavericks tangle at 8.30 Eastern. That one tips the Mavericks looking for number 14 on the season. And who wins the Heisman? We should know in a few hours. Christian McCaffrey from Stanford. Derrick Henry, the favorite from Alabama. Or perhaps Deshaun Watson of Clemson. I think it's going to be Henry. Kate Delaney, NBC Sports Radio. This is KCAA. If you're like me, you like to go to garage sales to search out all the bargains. You might even love to hold garage sales to sell all the stuff you and the family doesn't need anymore. 
But the big drag is you just don't like the back and forth until you finally give up and sell that old lamp, which used to be a grandmother's for way less than it was worth. Well, now those days are gone, especially those Saturdays. Let me introduce you to BuySellMakeOffer.com, the new and revolutionary way to buy and sell online by using video and Skype to sell your antiques and more. You'll be able to experience a virtual garage sale from the comfort of your couch. Go right now to BuySellMakeOffer.com and type in your email address so we can make sure you're on board when we launch January 15th. BuySellMakeOffer.com is going to make history, and we want you to be a part of it. That's BuySellMakeOffer.com. Join us. What have I learned so far? I've learned that dropping out of high school was my decision. But as a single mom, that decision affected more than just me. To set an example, I had to be the example. I found a free high school diploma program at Learn for Life that fits around my busy life. I have a team of teachers, tutors, and counselors that really care. I learn at my pace in an environment that is safe and comfortable. What have I learned so far? I've learned that I can change my life. Are you 14 to 19 years old and looking for a free high school diploma program with flexible meeting times? This program allows you to keep your job or important family responsibilities while earning your high school diploma. If you've fallen behind on credits or dropped out of school completely, get back on track with free tutoring, a caring faculty, and one-on-one attention. For more information on how to reach your graduation goal, visit learnforlife.org. That's L-E-A-R-N, the number four, L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Or enroll today by calling 877-360-LEARN. That's 877-360-LEARN. You're listening to an encore presentation of this program on AM 1050 KCAA, the Inland Talk Express. Our show, uh, when And now it's time for the Mitch and Kathy Show, a brand new show about thought, your thoughts, the thoughts of others, but most importantly, a fun show that makes you think. A show with things that make you go, hmm. So with no further ado, no delays, no tricks, just straight ahead real people on real radio, here's the real Mitch and Kathy. Hello, Mitch and Kathy Show. You're alive, uh, and we are excited to be back this week. We are still trying to make some adjustments with the sound, uh, but we'll get it together before the show's over. Hello, everyone. Hello, California. Let us first start off by saying how sad we are for the tragedy that happened in San Bernardino, and we have our prayers and departure for those parents and uh, loved ones and family that lost some people in that unbelievable shooting that took place uh, just a few days ago and um, I hope everyone can get together and say a prayer for that area so that uh, people can heal. It's just too many senseless shootings going on across our country and someone put up a um, uh, like a map of all the shootings that was in 2015 and it was just incredible to see how many places that had and they had a red dot or a little pinpoint for every place in the United States where there were at least four or more people who were shot and killed in the United States in 2015. And it covered a majority of the country. It was really sad to see, but I didn't realize it was that many shootings that went on in 2015. Do you have any clue about that? <laughs> 
Um, I saw the map. I saw the, the data around that. And it, it really is shocking. I mean, we, we sometimes get inured by the news, and sometimes I guess we're the news now. <laughs> <laughs> we are here live. This is CBS. This is Mitchell Gibson, live with CBS on KCAA. I guess we're not quite like the Walter Cronkite days, but I guess we count as media now. Mm-hmm. There were, let's just look up that number, shall we? Mass shootings, U.S., 2015. And let's just see exactly how many. There's a website called shootingtracker.com. Lord. A website for it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just see how many there have been in the U.S. Well, first of all, there are more shootings in the U.S. than in any other country in the world. It starts with January 1st, 2015. And let's see just how many there are. And goes all the way down to the very last one. And there are over 381 shootings. That's a lot of shootings. In the U.S. this year. With, this is four or more. Yes. Mass shootings is considered four or more people being killed at one time. And we've seen several of these uh, that have taken place, and and it really goes on Facebook, and then people get involved, and they get very angry and and very hurt, and they want to, you know, act out or uh, just be frustrated and get their frustration out. And I understand that frustration, and it's very difficult for people to remain calm when all these senseless shootings are going on. You don't feel safe to go outside or be in a place where there's more than a few people because then you become a target seemingly in the United States. And But when those things happen, the last thing that you can do is is to want to take revenge or, or to uh, just be angry and get other people incited by that anger and make them angry. That's the last thing you want to do. But you know what's really sad is that this has been going on in our country for decades. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's data going back all the way to 1948 uh, up until today about shootings in this country mm-hmm. where a person or people get together, whether it be snipers, whether it be people walking into a school with explosive and weapons, or just people uh, going into a Wendy's. Or, I mean, all the places, just public places where people just minding their own business and you see shootings, and you hear about shootings. It is, it has been, unfortunately, I don't know if there's been a shooting at Wendy's, but, you know, just public places where people gather. It's been incredible that, as a country, we still breed this sort of, viol- sort of violence and chaos towards each other. Well, we don't do anything about gun control. And when anybody can get a gun, seemingly, whether you can do it legally or get it just off the streets, uh, we're going to continue to have these types of shootings. Because there's a, a level of uh, uh, instability amongst people when they get upset and, and they just want to take themselves out. They just don't want to go out by themselves. They don't want to just commit suicide. They want to take a bunch of people with them. And that's the unfortunate part. Our show today uh, is actually about something near and dear to our heart. And we're going to talk a lot about the Miracle Prayer or how it's more commonly known as the Anabakoa 
very special prayer for us and for those who follow us. Uh, and we're going to give you a good idea why we love this prayer so much. And we're going to talk about that, but after the show's over, if you want to say the animal court for the San Bernardino area and for all the areas that we've heard of where there's mass shootings this year and just pray for the families, I think that would be a, a good thing that we can do uh, to help people heal and move forward in their lives. Do you know how many shootings there were in the whole world this year? Just take a guess. Okay, if it was, you said 381 here, uh, I'm going to say there were probably 500. Now, this, is, this doesn't include war. This is just, <laughs> this is just shooting. Yeah. How, how many? Well, if, if you look at the world, I mean, just the, the world as a, as a whole, and you look and see how many um, there are compared to other countries. And I'm looking at a map here uh, on Google. Google is the go-to authority on how many there are in the rest of the world. The U.S. Uh, leads the entire world in the frequency of mass shootings. Um, if you took the number of, la of mass shootings and you look at the, the frequency of these mass shootings as they occur on a yearly basis, in developed countries, the top three, are actually the top four, and you probably would never guess this. The U.S. is number one. Shocker. Chile is number two. Chile. Chile. Hmm. And this is the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. And it excludes Mexico. I don't know why it excludes Mexico, but number three is Turkey. Okay. And number four is Belgium. I would not have thought Belgium. Belgium. Would be. Yeah, in the U.S., there are, per 100,000 people, there are three gun-related murders every year mm. per 100,000 people. We have the highest rate uh, by far, just way ahead of Chile. I would not have thought Chile would be that violent. But the other countries, Japan doesn't even show up, South Korea, Iceland, Israel, Australia. What about Canada? Canada... Canada has less than half of one death per 100,000 people. The only countries that have at least one, actually, there's only two that have at least one per 100,000 people, Chile and the United States. The rest of them are just a little over half a person every 100,000 people. So Belgium was number four. Belgium was number four. Is it? Belgium, Switzerland, Turkey, Chile, and the United States. So are they fighting over the chocolate? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they're fighting over in Belgium. don't know. Well, anyway, that's, those are the numbers. We have a lot of work. We do a lot of spiritual work. And our primary focus on what we do is probably a little bit unusual for some people to understand. But we look at the world as a spiritual place. And you might say, well, our world is violent. There's a lot of suffering. Well, we are a planet that has a lot of growing up to do. Mm -hmm. And in general, this planet has hundreds of conflicts that don't amount to war every year. We've had two major world wars in the last hundred years. We've dropped atomic weapons on each other. There's been mass suicide, mass slaughter, mass homicide, mass rape. Uh, if you were coming to this planet from another planet, 
to look and see what we are. If there was a higher council judging whether or not we get to live another 100 years, there would be some debate over that. It would be a lot of debate. There would be some debate of whether or not this race, certainly could this race go on to the stars, or could this race be allowed to intermingle with other races? And I think for that reason alone, we have some growing up to do, and we have some introspection to do about who we really are. I agree. And hopefully after we finish with today's show, people will have some introspection on this amazing prayer that we're going to talk about today, and they'll be able to use this prayer to help our planet. We came across a prayer, I guess about 15 years ago, mm-hmm. that really changed both of our lives. Now, we everybody uses prayer in one way or another in church and temples and synagogues. But we found a prayer that I think is one of the strongest prayers ever conceived. And when we come back from our break, we're going to tell you what the prayer is. We're going to tell you where we found it. This is a fascinating story about how we discovered some amazing properties of this prayer. And, you know, we should have a commercial about this prayer. We're going to change that <laughs> well, next year. <laughs> we certainly are going to change it next year. We haven't even recorded any commercials for our show, but... That will change next year. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back in a few minutes. Um, And we're going to talk about our amazing prayer, and we're going to talk about how it works, and we're going to introduce our public more to some of the secrets of this amazing prayer that we call the Miracle Prayer. So we'll take a quick break, and we will come right back. Hi, this is Steve Allardt from Rancho Financial with the Mortgage Minute. With property values increasing, this might be the perfect time to do a loan checkup to see if it makes sense to refinance. Do you have an equity line? If your equity line is getting close to 10 years old, your payment is about to fully amortize. Coupled with the certainty that the feds will soon increase short-term rates, there might be a substantial jump in payment on your line of credit. If we combine your current loan, equity line, and possibly even some of your credit debt, there could be a substantial reduction in what you have to pay each month. Do you have VA eligibility? VA will allow 100% cash out financing. This may be a perfect time to use your eligibility. We can go 85% cash out with FHA or 80% with a standard conventional loan. There are many possible options that could make a huge difference in your monthly payments. That's why you need a loan financial planner to provide you with all of your possible options. Give me a call, Steve Allidort, at 888-563-1070. That's 888-563-1070, or go to loanfinancialplanner.com. Do you like cars, racing, adventure and speed, motorsports of any kind? If it has speed, high performance, or burns octane, there's a brand new show for you. Do you have 1030 weight in your blood, or are you running on 104 Performance Octane? Then gear up for a brand new show on KCAA called Gotcha Racing. Tune in Saturdays at 4 p.m. with host Joe Britt for news, interviews, and all kinds of stuff you can use about racing and the automotive world. Whether it's learning how to put spark plugs in or spark up your supercharger, Joe's got the answer for you. Ready, buddy? Ready. All right, Get it in. Gotcha Racing. Find out how Joe built the Stallion GT1 exotic sports car or hear the area's best experts on automotive questions. It's Gotcha Racing right here where we put you in the driver's seat and it doesn't stop till you cross the finish line. Saturdays at 4 p.m. right here on KCAA. It's Gotcha Racing. Well, see you later. Come on, guys. Let's go. And now, it's time for more Mitch and Kathy on the Mitch and Kathy Show, right here on KCAA, 
10.50 a.m. Now, here's Mitch and Kathy. Okay, we are back, and um, I hated to start the show off like that, but I think it needed to be said because there was a lot of sadness in uh, uh, Southern California with that shooting. We're talking about over a dozen people who just lost their lives for reasons that will be examined for probably months, if not years to come. It was just, it's just very sad, and our hearts and prayers go out to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so let's talk about... The miracle prayer, and and let me first start off by saying when, when um, we discovered the power of this prayer, and we've had many discussions about the prayer, and we've talked about it over the years. But when we discovered the power of this prayer, and we talked about it, we said, you know, it really would help anyone who can listen to this prayer for so many different things in their lives that it can improve upon because it just doesn't improve on just one thing and the more we discovered how much it could improve a person's life the more we realized that this prayer really is a miracle prayer because whatever your needs are in your life if you learn this prayer and you memorize it and it becomes a part of your soul then the things that you have in your life as long as you continue to use prayer uh, you can make things get better. I think I should tell people, though, how I discovered it, how it, how we came into knowledge of it. And then we can go into some of the history of it. Go ahead. There was a, a very influential rabbi by the name of Rob Berg who practiced uh, for a very long time in the Los Angeles area. And about 15 years ago, uh, I was watching a lecture that he delivered and he talked about a prayer that encoded the, the names of God, the seven names of God, um, in a very special way. And he called the prayer the, the miracle prayer, but the prayer is actually known, <clears throat> I'm sorry, as the Anabakor. The Anabakor is a prayer that is very widely known across the world in the uh, Jewish community. It is used in synagogue. It is used in prayer. It's been used for thousands of years. And it was something I'd never heard of. I was raised Christian. I'd never heard of this prayer. And the rabbi said that when you pray this prayer and you pray it in the right way, miracles will happen. Well, I've heard that miracles happen in using a number of prayers. So uh, my wife and I were laying in bed one night. And we had uh, listened to the prayer. I introduced her to it. And then we said, why don't we record this prayer as a mantra? Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, that was Kathy's idea. And in recording it as a mantra, we can introduce it to people in a way that is more palatable. Mm-hmm. So how did you come up with the idea to make it into a mantra? Well, it just seems that it was a prayer that needed to be repeated. And I know that people use mantras when they're doing repetitions of certain prayers or certain things that's going to make it stronger for a person. So I said that would be the best way to record it is to do a mantra. Well, it turned out to be a brilliant idea because we recorded it as a mantra, and I was also studying something called EMDR at the same time. It was kind of a fortuitous combination. EMDR is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy. 
And in EMDR, uh, the basic premise is it accelerates your brain's ability to process data. Mm-hmm. And it is a widely accepted, it's accepted by the Red Cross and a number of other great organizations uh, as a way to process trauma. And when I learned it, it really transformed the way that I could work with people who had long-term anxiety, trauma, and stress. It really, uh, I found to be, be a very effective tool. But we decided to combine the processing power of EMDR with the mantra power of the miracle prayer. And then add a beautiful rainstorm in the background. The rainstorm was designed to be soothing so that the processes of the EMDR and the mantra of the prayer would be uh, a kind of a, like a very relaxing meditation that a person could just put in the background and listen to. And that was the formula mm-hmm. that we came up with. And that formula uh, not only changed the way we did things as a company, it, it changed the way we did things as a couple. It created a company. It created the company. Yeah. Okay. I think we have a caller. Okay. Let's go ahead and let them on. Okay. We'll take the first caller. Please give us your name and where you're calling from. Hello. Oh, okay. They probably meant to do the listen in. And didn't want to be on the air. Okay, so we have a call-in number. If you want to ask a question, interact with us at 888-909-1050. And if you just want to call in to listen, which the last person probably just wanted to do, 832-999-1050. Call in just to listen, not to interact with us, and just, you know, hang around, 832-999-1050. And if you want to call in to ask a question or if you have a concern or problem related to the Miracle Prayer or or anything that we do here at Tybro, 888-909-1050. Well, we were saying that the prayer itself helped to create our company because before then, Tybro didn't exist. I mean, it wasn't even in our thought process for it to exist. And at that time, I believe you had two books that you had written, and you had did, I believe, the Fourth Domain CD. Mm-hmm. But the Miracle Prayer hadn't been recorded yet. So when we sat there or laid there and talked about this prayer, and because of the healing that had occurred when you prayed over that person who had that cancer, and the cancer went away, you said, hold up. You said this prayer... And the cancer went away. Why don't you tell everyone about this this patient? Well, as fate would have it, about a few weeks after we recorded the prayer uh, in the format that we just talked about with the EMDR, with the rainstorm, uh, with the mantra format, using my voice in the prayer, um, a patient I'd been working with for some time brought her father in. And her father had kidney cancer. And she asked me to pray for her father, which was kind of an unusual thing. I, I prayed for clients from that from time to time, but uh, I told her that I'm a psychiatrist. I don't really treat cancer, and this is well. He had a car, he had a cancer specialist. He was going to have a staging laparotomy, but they had already diagnosed him uh, with ultrasound, and it was a large cancer, the inferior pole of his kidney, the bottom part of the kidney, and she just wanted to pray me to pray for him so that he would feel better. And she said she just had a hunch. So I prayed for him. And when they went back to do the ultrasound, they couldn't find, about a week later, they couldn't find the cancer at all. Mm-hmm. And they went in and did the stage in laparotomy. The kidney was healthy. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. And a month later, he was healthy. Six months later, he was healthy. And that data just, I found to be fascinating. I thought, okay, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe it's something that uh, kidney cancer sometimes just disappear. We call it spontaneous remission. Then another client came in. She had a large breast nodule that the doctors aspirated and found to be cancerous. And they wanted to start chemo and some other things. And she came in, and she wanted me to pray for her. Now, mind you, I might have one person want me to pray for them a year. And this was two people, I mean, almost back-to-back within a week of each other. I prayed for her. Um, I had her turn around. I put my hand over her back. And that cancer disappeared within a few days. I mean, they, were, they went back, ultrasound, went ready to do the laparotomy and stage it, check the lymph node. There was no evidence that that cancer was ever there. Mm-hmm. Well, we kept finding that. Things like that kept happening every time you would pray the prayer over people. And over the years, and I'll come back to the beginning of the story, but over the years we found that many, many cancers have disappeared from the saying of this prayer over them. And so it almost became like if someone had cancer, if they could, if you said the prayer over them, the cancer was going to disappear. And uh, we found that uh, it wasn't just they could come to you in the prayer that cancer is going to go away. That prayer, because we kept saying it over and over every day throughout the years, it is so powerful now when we say it. And then if we say it together, it becomes extremely powerful that we're getting ready to record the miracle prayer again with both of our voices on it. We found that the prayer worked uh, dissolving tumors in animals, uh, dogs, Uh, cats. Uh, We found that plants, when you play the prayer in a room, uh, the the plants will grow toward the sound of the prayer Mm -hmm. uh, rather than sunlight. They take it as a source of energy. Uh, We found that uh, just writing the prayer on a glass that you have cooked rice in and leaving it, Mm -hmm. and you have another uh, glass of cooked rice that has nothing written on it, the glass that has the prayer written on it it, it acts like a preservative for the rice. The rice doesn't mold, it doesn't mildew, it, it doesn't spoil. And we have one uh, glass that at lasted like that for weeks mm-hmm. compared to the control. There was no one even speaking in there. It was just a prayer written out. Mm-hmm. And we have seen that and other things. Uh, we're going to talk about one particular case that really just blew us away. We're going to talk about that um, after we come back. But the prayer, the miracle prayer of the Anabakoa has shown us The power of words, the power of consciousness, and the power of mantra are really astonishing powers that I think need to be studied more in medicine. Absolutely. I think that that doctors and health practitioners need to look at the effect of consciousness more on healing. And oddly enough, every drug that's ever tested is tested against a placebo, which is basically an inert substance that has no medicinal effect other than the effect of intention and the idea that it might help you. People don't even know when they're taking a placebo that it's a sugar pill or an inert pill. But quite often um, in these studies, the sugar pill, just because people think it will work, works as well as the medicine that's being studied. And a lot of drug companies spend billions of dollars trying to find a a drug that will work significantly better than the sugar pill. That's so true. And that is the pharmaceutical industry. That is the bane of the pharmaceutical industry, to find something that works better than the consciousness of intention. Mm -hmm. 
It's interesting uh, history about the end of a cork, and we're going to talk about that. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When we come back from our break. And if you have any questions that you want to ask us about the miracle prayer please call us at 888-909-1050 and we'll take those calls when we come back after our break what have i learned so far i've learned that dropping out of high school was my decision but as a single mom that decision affected more than just me to set an example i had to be the example i found a free high school diploma program at learn for life that fits around my busy life i have a team of teachers tutors and counselors that really care i learn at my pace in an environment that is safe and comfortable what have i learned so far i've learned that i can change my life are you 14 to 19 years old and looking for a free high school diploma program with flexible meeting times this program allows you to keep your job or important family responsibilities while earning your high school diploma. If you've fallen behind on credits or dropped out of school completely, get back on track with free tutoring, a caring faculty, and one-on-one attention. For more information on how to reach your graduation goal, visit learnforlife.org. That's L-E-A-R-N, the number four, L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Or enroll today by calling 877-360-LEARN. That's 877-360-LEARN. Is something driving you crazy? Is someone driving you crazy? There's no one to listen to you? Sure there is. KCAA 1050 is here for you. When something's bugging you, call and rant at 909-353-1050. We know how it feels when you hold back those thoughts, and it's not healthy to keep them inside. You need to get it out. So rant. Call us, and you can rant about anything from your husband not putting down the toilet seat to the cost of food at the grocery store to local laws and regulations getting in your way. How about the road work on the freeways trying to stand between those white lines but which white lines it's so hard to tell it's enough to drive you crazy oh but that's my rant we want to hear from you and you need someone to listen so it's your chance rant 909-353-1050 leave us your rant and we'll either play it back or we'll read it on the air if you don't want your voice on the radio but whatever you do don't hold on to those suppressed thoughts rant 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 Call 909-353-1050 and leave us your rant at the station that leaves no listener behind. KCAA 1050. And now, it's time for more Mitch and Kathy on the Mitch and Kathy Show, right here on KCAA 1050 AM. Now, here's Mitch and Kathy.
Okay, we are back, and we are live, and we do have a telephone caller, so we're going to go ahead and take the call. You're live with Mitch and Kathy. How can uh, I, we I'm help you? I'm calling from England, and I like listening to your channel here. My, my name is David. Hello? Uh, but um, there's a slight delay. There's a slight delay because I'm calling from England, and uh, it might sound like I'm talking over you, which I don't mean to. Hello? We're trying to hear the call. I, I, can, I can hear you perfectly. Okay, you okay. can hear it. I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? I can now. We can hear you, yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm calling from England, so it might sound like I'm talking over you, but it's because of the delay, and, uh, yeah, so maybe you should say stop at the end of your sentence or something like that. But um, so am I right in thinking that, that you're um, um, uh, attaching fantastical abilities to, to prayer and you're uh, ratifying this with the, the mysticism of consciousness? And is it from a religious basis? Well, we, I'm a medical doctor, and I used to do uh, pharmaceutical research and chemical research for years and years. So what we found is that there are a number of uh, spiritual and let's call it mystical phenomena that have occurred attached to prayer and other things that we've done in our work. And we've seen things that really can't be explained um, in any other way. Yeah, yeah. So well, um, I'm, I'm curious, what is your question exactly? My, my question is, is that do you feel like you've made a, a leap, that you want to make this, this leap towards? Because I, I, don't, I don't have a faith. I don't believe in, it, believe in anything. I don't, have a, um, I don't think there might be something. I don't, I don't like pray to God. I, I, I know there's a God. I'm certain of it. I just, I just know there is. So I don't have a faith. I don't think that there might be. And uh, I'm not spiritual in any way. I just, I know that there is a, a vast 26 dimensions. And I know that our human consciousness and certain other aspects of reality, like gravity, time, uh, different types of um, uh, um, uh, creationist um, uh, presets, like, um, like, for example, you know, like the wheel, if the wheel was never invented, it would still exist, even though it was never invented and no one ever saw a wheel, it could still be invented. Uh, and even if um, the wheel uh, was invented by two different people on two different planets, it can still be invented more than once. So there are types of existence, just like there's types of infinity, that lean themselves to this possibility that there's a prayer, but that, that, that there's some sort of prayer spiritual element. But I would say significantly that once you do understand it in a scientific basis, that it would preclude you from making statements about prayer and stuff because we don't have the mechanism and the tools to be able to understand things beyond our four dimensions or five dimensions or whatever, which would leave us in, in, in clear abstract. We would be able to know what we don't know, but by you making a supposition there on on on, on prayer, um, that you're you're not substantiating it with, with anything. I mean, there are, there are certain types of um, what you might call mysticism, but really are very unusual phenomenon like um, like uh, the roots of you know like the complex numbers, the non-real roots. These are numbers that are not real; they don't exist, but they are real. Or conceptual things like like the Planck length. Or, um, you know, when a singularity forms where something is able to move into a space that's smaller than its own self, which happens in reality. That's, you know, supernovas, they happen all the time. 
But these things are not understood, and they seem to completely contradict reality. So there, there is a, a huge scope for all sorts of things, and, but prayer, it, it's just, it, it's not, I, I'm not praying to anything. I, I, know there's a, I know we were created. I know that even if we weren't created, we were created, and if we were created, then we were created. Either way, we were designed at some point, either in the abstract or in the real. But that doesn't give you the right to, especially as a medical doctor, to, you said you're a medical doctor. I am. To and tell let, let people me just that make a couple of comments prayer, about what you're that, saying. That's not going to help people, is it? If, let me just make a couple of comments about what you're saying. There is actually a, quite a large body of research substantiating prayer uh, versus pure chance. So if you take the time to look at that research, quite a number of institutes, uh, Duke, uh, Harvard, Yale, Stanford, have looked at the concept of consciousness and prayer and found that it does have an effect on what we call objective reality. If you get groups of people praying for people that they don't know in a controlled setting, you find that people who are in ICU intensive care get better, don't have as many infections, don't have as many negative outcomes as a control group that was not prayed for. That has been shown hundreds of times in controlled studies. So if you take yeah, the but, time I and mean, look at the data, we, the data is for, there. You sound fact. like you are a scientifically trained man, but you need to also take the time to look at the data that has been gathered in this area. It's fairly new. It's about yeah, 20 not, years old, but there's a substantial I'm not, I'm not database of information I'm, out there looking at consciousness, think... prayer, intention, intuition, and how it does have an effect on our reality. Does it have an effect on our reality, though? Because a lot of people would, would think that the spin, do you know what I mean by the spin? So, we, you know, you've got like up to 26 dimensions or however many dimensions you want to go. Well, if you go the other way, you can go to the one dimension. And the one dimension would be your spin. So basically, the, our entire reality is based upon a, a spin, like a motion either to the left or to the right. It doesn't matter because left is right to right is left. It just depends which way you're looking at it. And that spin, and then each little knock-on effect creates this entire reality. So basic, basically, uh, if, if we were praying, uh, how would that prayer would have always been? So how does that affect our reality? Well, if you look at consciousness, you can actually say that reality is based more on consciousness and intention than just the concept of spin. Uh, consciousness has been shown to be part of a proponent of how re the basic concepts of reality. The double slit experiment, for instance, showed that when you observe reality, you change reality just by the consciousness of your observation. So. The discussion we're having about the holographic nature of reality, the, the nature of the intention, the thought of intention in, in reality, these are well-conceived concepts that go back uh, almost 100 years. So consciousness and well, intention are could, more the I mean, foundational you could, you could aspects of reality than the concept that. of spin. So I have to disagree with you on that. But, but we're looking at the concept of prayer as a special type of consciousness where when you employ it, uh, and we've just seen this, and it's just been shown in, in a number of studies over and over uh, on plants, on people. And we're not saying that this is anything new. This is something that has been shown not only in, in controlled research studies, but it's the foundation of uh, our civilized society. Prayer is something that people do because they found that it is something that works in their lives. So it's not something you have I mean, to believe that's, that's in. Agreeable. It is a reality that's that many but, you know, people use in their lives. If you prayed to a stick and it somehow you felt it benefited you because it gave uh, 
uh, abilities, but it's not a conscious thing. It's not an existential thing. And your point about the observability, I actually do disagree with that because picture yourself as a person and you're observing something, yeah? So if you're observing my, if you're observing my car, if you look at the front of my car, can you see the back of it as well? So well, that's a matter of perspective. You? Consciousness and perspective are two different things. Well, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is that an observable universe to an observer would make would preclude the universe from the observer, because in order to be able to observe the universe, you have to be not in it, right? That follows. No, yeah? no. As to, part of the uh, observable universe, consciousness is part of the universe. Just the consciousness of conceiving the universe helps to create the universe. There's been experiments about that by many different reputable labs that have shown that. I think, great, though, we're kind of getting it. off the subject a bit, and this is sort of an interesting philosophical discussion, but we're going to have to let you go right now because we have to finish our topic. We want to thank you so much for calling in, and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. So let's look at the anima core, what that is. Well, I think uh, a lot of people don't know that it actually encodes the 42-letter name of God. And if you look at the 42 words that make up the Anabakoic, you'll see if you take the first letter of each of those 42 words and put those 42 letters together, that is the 42-letter name of God. Probably can't pronounce it. I don't think anyone can pronounce it, but that is one of God's names. And they encoded it in such a way because at the time when the Anabakoic was out, they had to hide the way that they communicated with God before they were fearful of their lives. So they encoded it so that a person coming by wouldn't notice that they were trying to pray to God in this manner. So they made it so that it was seven lines uh, of the prayer, and each one of the lines did certain things. And, then, and those certain things you can look at if you need it, control negative forces, you would look at line two, and there's uh, seven different areas that you can look at. It's on our website under, uh, if you click on audio CDs and click on one of the miracle prayers, you'll see, especially the first miracle prayer, that those lines are there on our website, and you can see which each line is there for, but you can use it for different things. And what I found is that when people call our offices and they're looking for ways to say they can't sleep very well, then if they put the miracle prayer on, they find that they are getting the best sleep they've ever had, that the things that used to keep them awake are no longer uh, blocking them from being able to get a restful sleep. So we ask people, if they can, just to play the miracle prayer in the background when you get ready to go to sleep and put it on a loop and just have it play. And we found that people who did that were able to sleep better than they have in years. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So there's many different things that you can do with Miracle Prayer. I know people have used it to, to get better jobs. They have used the prayer to get a more stable relationship. They have used prayers to get uh, more financial success. They have used it to get a better house or to even sell their house. They've used the prayer. Anything that you can think of, I think we've had a testimony of something that the Miracle Prayer has done for them. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of testimonials over the last 10 to 15 years. I mean, the, the, the incidents that we talked about are really not isolated incidents. We've had cases where 
a person use the YouTube version of the prayer mm -hmm. over and over and over. She had a, a young daughter who had a case of flesh-eating bacteria, and the bacteria had begun... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...to consume her legs. Mm -hmm. And the doctors had not been able to really control the infection with uh, antibiotics. And so her mother had heard about the prayer, so she played the prayer in the background. Mm -hmm. And over the day, the leg had turned black, and it was, uh, there was methane causing bacteria in there. It was, it was oozing, and they were going to take the leg. Mm -hmm. So the mother had the intuition to play the prayer all day and all night while, while the girl was laying there. And after 24 hours, the color in the leg came back. Mm -hmm. The blood and the circulation came back. It wasn't black anymore, and it was a, a sign for the doctors. They said, we're going to watch it. After another 24 hours, the infection started to recede. Mm -hmm. They had not changed anything. They were going to take the leg. And after a couple days, the infection had receded enough that they stopped the antibiotics. Mm -hmm. And the mother kept playing, and she just kept pushing repeat. It was just absolutely heartbreaking to hear that. But they were in bad financial time. They couldn't afford the prayer. We didn't know them at the time. We mm -hmm. since have sent them the prayer. But after she played the prayer for three days, her legs healed. Yes, they did. The little girl's legs healed. And they sent her home. She didn't need any more antibiotics. She also had a, um, a pneumonia at the time. And playing the prayer, they continued to play the prayer. And they were going to send her home with a respirator. She did not need a respirator. Did not need oxygen. And she's still, this has been several years ago, she's still fine. Uh, we have since talked with them. She sent us emails, and she is just fine. This happened after just listening to the prayer. I thought it was heartfelt when the mother just stayed there and kept pushing repeat on YouTube so that the Miracle Prayer could play, and she did that all night. Uh, all The whole probably 12, 13 hours she did it straight so that her daughter could get the energy of the prayer and it obviously worked for uh, that particular case but that's the power of the prayer and you know the gentleman who who called in it was amazing how he could accept that a lot of things in reality don't make sense but he has the uh, uh, belief that something or someone created it but not really much belief in God or prayer he, even though it doesn't make sense on all the other things, he couldn't see that this was one of those things that for some people, it just doesn't make it, he doesn't believe in religion, he doesn't have faith, but he knows that he was created. And so it's, it's amazing how your mind can allow certain things to have a, a conundrum where, yeah, there, it's this, but it, and it doesn't make sense over here, but when it comes to God, prayer, and power, he has a problem with that. Well, prayer and religion are the cornerstones of human civilization. Mm -hmm. When you look at humans and you look at the what we call our civilized uh, development over the last three thousand years, it is entirely consistent with our ability to develop civilization, industrialization, 
and religion. Mm -hmm. You cannot separate humans from prayer and religion. It is something that is part and parcel part of who we are. Mm -hmm. When humans go into space, we're going to take prayer with us. Mm -hmm. We're going to take our belief in God, however that manifests, uh, whether you believe in Buddha, Jesus, uh, Allah, it does not matter. Humans always adopt a religion and prayer as a cornerstone of our foundation, of who we are. So if a person says, I don't understand it, it does not. It, most of what we accept as life, we can't understand. Mm -hmm. We can't understand love, for instance. If a person asks you, how can you prove to me that you love your daughter? Well, it's hard to prove that mm -hmm. because love cannot be reduced to an equation. Mm -hmm. If a person says, well, this pie tastes better than the other pie, that also is a matter of opinion. It is. The reality of the two pies is undeniable. There's two pies sitting in front of you. But you may have 47% of people liking one and 45% of liking the other. Which is the better pie? Couldn't tell. Couldn't tell. I didn't understand what... Joe, do, do we have a caller? Okay. okay. Let's take a caller then. You're live on the air with Mitch and Kathy. Thank you so much for calling. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, Masters. This is uh, Vikram again. Uh, I'm calling from uh, New Albany, Ohio. So okay, so thank nice you so much for calling. To talk to you. Yes. And uh, I was listening to uh, 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 your talk about the prayer, and particularly Anabakoa, and mm -hmm. uh, I use it, in fact. And uh, I am one example, you know, uh, which uh, um, um, have benefited a lot from this prayer. Uh, I, I mean, I, I initially bought the uh, uh, the second version of it on from your website. Now I have the healing version of it, and uh, uh, we get you know me and my whole family get a very nice place. You know, I put on that uh, uh, prayer you know on a low volume uh, when we go to bed, and it gives us a wonderful nice sleep. I want to thank you for that. Uh, and You're my so question welcome. is. I also do Reiki healing. Uh, I do distant healing. So I am thinking, I'm kind of experimenting it, Master. Uh, I, I have few Reiki intentions uh, written on the paper in the Reiki box. What I am thinking is to keep it, uh, uh, keep the Reiki box on top of uh, the player which plays the Anabokawa uh, prayer. So I, I am thinking, like, you know, it will... Um, uh, speed up the manifestation of the intentions in the Reiki box. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. You know, we have been thinking about ways to amplify the healing power of the prayer, and what you're talking about really goes uh, right in hand with what we've decided that we're going to do. We have released several versions of the prayer over the last 10 years. We have the initial version, which is still one of the most powerful. We have a healing prayer version, and we have the platinum edition uh, which all have some very uh, powerful uh, adjuncts into it. But what you're talking about is how to make it radiate its healing power over large distances. And uh, first of all, we want to thank you for your support and thank you for using the product. We think it's a wonderful product. And also, let's keep, keep us posted about what you find when you place the uh, prayer in the position that you just talked about. But uh, we want to introduce the new concept of the new miracle prayer that we're going to release uh, the quantum level uh, miracle prayer. So we're going to take both of our voices mm -hmm. and we're going to record the miracle prayer, both of our voices. We find that it works better when both of us say it. There's, there's an added healing quality that works. I mean, mine is strong, but my, my wife's healing energy is exceptional, so we're going to put it together. 
and then we're going to make multiple uh, tracks and record them on the same track. So we're going to make probably about a dozen or more tracks, and we're going to have it so that we have seven of our voices going at the same time. And then we're going to speed up the whole thing mm-hmm. so that you can't really hear our voices, but we're going to accelerate it so that it sounds like a continuous tone. It's voices, but we're going to turn it into a tone. And then we're going to uh, record that, and then we're going to speed it up again so that it ends up being more like an attunement. So it's going to be the miracle prayer attunement, mm-hmm. miracle prayer quantum attunement. And what we want to do is we want to isolate the essential healing tune or tone inside the miracle prayer that gives its power. So we want to, at some point, be able to identify what that healing tone is and have people be able to play it. We want to see that healings happen faster, that people get jobs sooner. We find that the prayer works, but we want to isolate why it works Mm -hmm. and figure out where that attunement, where that basic tone is, and then distribute that. Yeah, we've been trying to figure out how we could take the time to actually just really research what it is about it that makes all these miracles come from this particular prayer. And I like his idea. I like your idea, caller, of of putting on there, yes, it will amplify it the way that you're doing it. Uh, But we think that the new recording we're going to do is going to do like a quantum leap on the prayer. We're going to call it the Miracle Prayer Quantum Attunement. (laughs) Very nice. Thanks a lot, Master. I I look forward to that release. Thank you thank so you. And thank you so much for calling and have a good holiday season with you and your family. Thank you so much. Thank you, Masters. Thank you. I I like the ingenuity. You know, there's uh we, we have a lot of tools and we put a lot of tools out there and, and I like it when someone well Tina's very good at, at using things and and using her ingenuity to to put multiple things together to see if it will be more powerful. I'd like to put Joaquin in a big lab and just say, go play. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Joaquina. Yeah, she's very good at that, and um, I liked his idea. Uh, so followers, if you, if you have a lot of different tools and you can think of ways to amplify uh, the product so that you get more of what you're asking for, then try it and uh, let us know how it works for you. We're always thinking of things in that manner, and that's the reason why we're thinking of putting the new Miracle Prayer out, because we realize that our energy together is far greater than ours alone. And so we're going to start implementing that a lot more, and we know that if we put both of our energy into the Miracle Prayer and put it on several different tracks and speed it up, and so it's almost like us doing it like a hundred times I know it's going to be a very powerful product, and it's going to work. I put up a a statement today on Facebook. It says, in order for your magic and spiritual energy to work, sometimes you have to go beyond logic. And there's a lot of things in life that logic really can't explain. And if you look at our science and our understanding of reality, we have gone way beyond what we understand the normal laws of physics to be. If you look at the quantum side of reality, None of that follows logic. Mm -hmm. The idea that a particle can be in two places at one time, the idea that reality doesn't exist until you look at that, those are the cornerstones of physics now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any logical sense, and yet they are real. So as we evolve, we find that things like the miracle prayer work beyond the scope of what we call logic. Mm -hmm. Logic cannot lead us into space. Logic can take us only so far. Mm -hmm. And then we have to recognize that There are areas of consciousness, areas of reality, 
like black holes, uh, like simultaneous existence, like quantum resonance, etc., that have no place in our normal, ordinary, logical minds. It leaves logic in the dust, and yet it still exists. Mm -hmm. I think the miracle prayer is one of those type of things that we'll be trying to figure out 100 years from now Probably. why and how it works. Mm -hmm. the, the fact that we're now studying the concept of holographic reality as a real thing also points to the fact that logic can't dictate to us what reality is and what it is not. There are parts of reality that go far beyond logic and science, and that is who we are. That is where we are with reality. And so, in general, when we look at the miracle prayer, when we look at some of the tools that we have, we find things that are nonlinear and quantum-based. We know that when a person says the miracle prayer and looks up at the sun while they're saying it, the sun will respond to that person quite often That's because true. of their change in consciousness. Mm -hmm. We find that sometimes the sun gets bigger relative to that person. We find that sometimes if a person says it with the right amount of reverence, the right amount of love in their hearts, the sun will start blinking mm -hmm. to that person. And they can record it, and you can see the sun blinking like a strobe light. Now, the person standing next to them won't be able to see that, but we find that quantum consciousness, quantum changes in consciousness, can be relative to the observer and not to a person standing next to them. That is true. Einstein noted this in his observations about reality. He thought he was crazy, but... He's since been proven right that mm -hmm. when we look at something, the quantum slit is probably the gold standard of that, it changes reality simply by who is observing and how they observe. That is true. Well, next week, uh, we're going to be in Tallahassee, Florida. Our daughter, Tiffany Urban, is going to be uh, graduating from Florida A&M, and we're so excited uh, to go to her graduation so we will not be back in time to do our show next week, so we're going to have to do a replay of one of our previous shows. And then I believe we're going to be trying to get on a different day for 2016. I'd love to be on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. That would be I great. I love that. That would be great. So I, I know that we're going to probably be changing days, and uh, we'll be talking to uh, KCAA and see if we can get a different time and day for 2016 but this is going to be probably our last show uh they'll do a replay next week and i believe our our initial contract is over so we'll renew and we'll get a better day and we'll do uh, a great season for 2016 so i believe we're uh out of time and uh, we thank you so much for joining us and thank you for making our show uh, one of the, the number one shows for KCAA, and we look forward to having a great 2016 season. And Tybro Family. NBC Sports Radio Update. Stop. This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yucaipa. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. I'm Seth Everett.